me have you say your name, what you have for breakfast. My name is Mo Dickens, and I never eat breakfast. I used to eat uh, Wendy's every morning. I would go to Wendy's on Main, 31st and Main, on the way to the Belger, and I would uh, order the number seven. And I swear I don't even know what was in the number seven. But it was a bag of food, and I'd sit in the passenger seat, and I'd reach inside the bag and shove it in my mouth on the way to work, which is about a mile from that Wendy's to Belger. And it would all be gone by the time I got to the parking lot. And then I'd ball the bag up and throw it in the trash can. And uh, the whole thing started when my friend Adrian Herman needed a ride to church. And I never dreamed that that would lead to my voice coming out of speakers on every bus in Kansas City. Welcome to the Paris of the Plains. From Kansas City, I'm your host, Matt Hodap. Sometimes throwing things away can be really hard. We fill our possessions with the essence of our lives, and letting those things go can cause us to feel separated from ourselves, ripping tears into like the fabric of our day-to-day life. But when we make those tears, it creates space for new experiences to grow. We expand and become new people. This is a story about throwing things away to make space to change. This is Mo Dickens. She was working on a project with a friend of ours, Dylan Mortimer, who's a well-known artist in town and also a preacher, and she wanted to go to his church. And I thought, well, Dylan, maybe maybe it'll be okay. Uh, Adrian had been shooting pictures previously at the Portland, Maine dump where she actually lives and she was here doing a residency and at the dump she noticed when people threw away especially heavy items their arms were outstretched there was a smile on their face it looked like a hallelujah moment as the trash went flying through the air and she wanted to explore that moment of release when you get rid of something and she wanted to do it on a you know personal level intimate level so at the church she started talking to people after we became comfortable with the the crew there and um the very first guy that got on board was a big guy named Mark wearing a, a KU uh, Jayhawks shirt. And he said, he said, I get it. I get what you're trying to do. I'm going to throw away my cell phone. And we were kind of, that wasn't what we thought people might get rid of. And he had this, this smart, I still have a flip phone. You know, he had this, what looked like an expensive phone to me. And, uh, but Adrian sees the moment. She said, really, you'll throw it away? And he said, yeah, I spend too much time on this thing. I got a wife and a kid. I got another kid on the way, and I'm checking Facebook, and I'm checking ball scores on this stupid little piece of technology. So we go out in the parking lot, and Adrian had encouraged some of the other parishioners to come with us. And so, as you can see in my picture here, they're in the background cheering all us free throwers on. And so the very first picture, Mark let that phone fly, and it had a white case, and there was a brick wall behind it, so that it really was a nice contrast. It was a beautiful picture of this phone flying through the air towards the dumpster. really planned to take part in the activities and at the end of the shoot the photographer said what are you going to throw away and I said I don't have anything and she reached in the dumpster and pulled out that very hamburger box in that picture right there and she said you throw junk food away you eat too much crap and when I saw the picture I noticed that my gut was sticking out of my jacket and I thought huh maybe I should throw away junk food and my wife had been bugging me about my diet for years I was kind of famous for um eating a lot. 
and, and not necessarily caring what the content of the food was. One time during an ice storm, I met some of my new neighbors. There was an ice storm and they called and they said they had a dinner party planned, nobody could come. And then the other neighbors had told them that I like to eat. So I slid across the street and they had a dinner party for like eight people planned and there was just the two of them and me and I put away a good bit that night and you know, we're friends now. <laughs> so you do meet people over you know, breaking bread, but I would kind of take it to the nth degree. We took the pictures and we didn't know what to do with the pictures at first. And then uh, we heard about the Rocket Grants, which is sponsored by the Andy Warhol Foundation. And it's administered here by the Charlotte Street Foundation and the Spencer Museum of Art. And uh, so we applied for one and we, we put you know, a selection of the pictures together and we talked about the freeing throwers. And uh, we won. And uh, so then we got the money and what do we do with it? Well, the, the project that we had proposed that day was to buy a flyer in the Kansas City Star for Black Friday that would be all about people, these guys that we'd photograph, getting rid of stuff. And, you know, instead of consuming stuff this Christmas, let's get rid of stuff. Let's make more room in our life for new adventures or new uh, objects or new people. Um, and the ad turned out to be a lot more expensive than we thought it was going to be, and we couldn't really do it. And you know, we're thinking about it, and the phone rang one day, and Adrian says, I want you to do some ads for the buses. And my first thought was my picture was going to be on the outside of a bus, which I was kind of curious about, like what picture. And, and then she told me about these audio ads. And so um, I did about 120 takes. I, I, I don't have an iPad, but I borrowed my wife's iPad and um, got uh, like 120 shots up my nostrils, you know, because the thing's laying on the dining room table and I'm talking into it. And I would, uh, I would say things like, you see that little market over there? They used to call me Mr. Honeybun. Then last year, I threw away sugar wrapped in cellophane. I've lost 27 pounds. My back feels better. My feet feels better. And nobody calls me Mr. Honeybun except my wife. So I'd do little takes like that. And uh, Adrian would pick the ones she liked or she'd give me feedback and say, do that one again, but throw this in or throw that out. And uh, we chose some times, uh, 628 in the morning, 828 in the morning, and 528 in the afternoon. Uh, hoping to hit rush hour crowds, you know, get more people. And I, I really want to do something with Troost and the Max Troost. Uh, you could do GPS activated ads. So we bought ads that go off at um, 31st and Main, which is the Wendy's, you know, where I used to go, and then 39th and Troost, which is St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Store. Also, it's probably the biggest bus stop in Kansas City. There's double um, shelters there. So many people get on off the bus. And uh, I spoke at the, uh, the anniversary of us winning the Rocket Grant. I, I kind of closed the ceremony this year with the story, and I got a great response from that. People loved hearing about it. Uh, I rode the bus for five years, but it turns out a lot of my friends do not ride the bus. In fact, my wife rode the bus with me during this project, and we've been here 20 years. And it's the first time she'd been on a Kansas City bus in the 21st century. She rode it back in the 70s when she lived out here. Um, but... One day, Adrian, she was back in town to, uh, to speak at a couple of museums here, and, uh, and that weekend we went for some rides, and we talked to the bus drivers, and that was my best interaction yet. This one guy was pretty large, and uh, we told him a little bit about our project, and then we sat down, and, and he looked in the rearview mirror, and he says, what made you do it? And I said, what'd you say? He said, what made you actually throw junk food away? And I told him, I said, well, I turned 60 that year, and I started thinking about 
my health. I had some friends that had some serious medical issues, and some actually one close friend died. And, um, you know, so I, I started thinking about maybe I should, it was a good time to, to do something about my diet. And, uh, and the bus driver said, yeah, I, I got a kid on the way. And uh, I'm thinking about it too. And he said, I actually quit drinking soda pop a couple weeks ago and it was hard at first, but I think I can do this. So I really enjoyed sharing my story with him because you know, I was a junk food junkie. But you know, and he asked the right question, what made you do it? Because if you're not ready, it's not gonna happen no matter how much encouragement you get. You, you gotta feel like it's time to, to do something different yourself. Thanks to Mo Dickens for sharing his story with us. You can always listen again at our podcast network's website, fountaincityfrequency.com, or of course, and always, by subscribing to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening to this right now, you're probably listening on one of those places. Our theme song was composed by Jamie Searle. Our digital and graphic work is done by Matthew Sullivan. I'm Matt Hodap. Thanks for listening. 